I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Tak Nino. He is a veterinarian for Zoetis. Tak, always good to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. Now, well, we've been talking to a lot of veterinarians about um, coccidiosis, but I want to talk to you specifically about coccidiosis in pullets. Uh, traditionally, uh, they've been vaccinated. Um, is vaccination still getting the job done? Uh, yes, uh, um, vaccination in pullets and um, is and for specifically coccidiosis is still a very common thing in today's industry. Um, as far as getting the job done, I think what we're starting to see or what we have seen is uh, there, there's been some various variable results, um, some successful, some not so much. Um, and I think that's just the nature of how vaccine, coccidiosis vaccine works. And in the world of pullets, what does that mean when you're not getting adequate coccidiosis protection? So not getting adequate coccidiosis protection in, in pullets, whether that's breeders or layers, can uh, ultimately mean a lot of things. Um, what that means is uh, because birds aren't protected against coccidiosis, they might have a, get a challenge either early on or later on in the bird's life, ultimately leading to um, a ununiform uh, body weight, um, affecting their things like body, body gain, body weight gain, and even things like mortality at, at its worst. And then I would think that would trickle down to egg production as well at some point. Yes, absolutely, because in, especially in breeder pullets, trying to control, trying to get uh, the in uniform body weight is extremely important going into the layer house. And are there spe specific Imeria organisms that are, are going to be a, a problem to, to pullets later in life? Well, based on what I've seen out in the field so far, uh, I know in Borlis we tend to focus more on Imeria maxima, but what I'm starting to see is Imeria tenella seems to be one of the biggest challenges, uh, especially in pullets, um, uh, with specific concerns of, with mortality. Uh, and that's not to say there are other species of coccidia that can be challenging, such as nicatrix and some of the, uh, some of the coccy that will come in later on in a pullet's life. So what's the solution? I mean, can you get out and field boost them with additional vaccine? Or is there a medication, something you can put in the water? What's, what's the way to get additional protection for these pullets? So that's a good question. I think there's been a lot of uh, experimental trials that's been going on, and some successful, some not so successful. Um, I think what we are starting to see more and more is sort of this bio shuttle program where um, a, a company would uh, vaccinate birds with a coccidiosis vaccine in the hatchery and then uh, later on in the bird's life put a medicated feed additive uh, with a, a coccidiostat uh, to try to keep that under control um, on top of the immunity built from the vaccine. And so uh, again for, for pullets, when would, if you vaccinate them, when would you typically come in with a feed medication? So I guess that's where you, it becomes more of an art form rather than science. Uh, there are various different companies that are experimenting with it. Um, some have gone in as early as the day of placement. Uh, other, other companies have waited a few weeks until placing a medicated feed additive into the feed. And how old would the birds be at that point? It varies, uh, sometimes a few weeks in age, sometimes as young as a week. So. So, so there is no right or wrong, but people have done quite a bit of experimentation on their own and figured out what's best for their operation. Because yeah, it's a little dicey, isn't it? I mean, if, if you, you vaccinate with a live oasis vaccine and then you come in with a, a medication, whether it be an ionophore or, or a non, 
iona 4 anticoccidial, uh, you're asking for trouble there, aren't you? Yeah, and it's uh, actually really interesting because it really goes against everything that we thought to be true with um, combining vaccine and a medicated feed additive. Um, but what we're starting to see is um, even with putting a coccidiostat in the feed, the birds are still able to cycle the coccidia and they are able to mount some degree of immunity, which seems to help later on in life. So have you done any uh, research with um, pullets and, and using a, a vaccine and followed by a medication? So I've been working uh, with some companies pretty closely to monitor their um, pullet coccidiosis program. And usually uh, many of these companies are using a bio shuttle program like we just mentioned, like we just talked about. Um, and what I'm doing with those guys is um, I am monitoring their fecal oocyst outputs on a weekly basis to make sure that uh, one, there's adequate cycling, and number two, um, to make sure that it doesn't go out of control where it basically uh, causes a clinical issue with the flock. And if the pullets have been vaccinated and you do want to use a medication, can you use uh, any uh, anticoccidial or does it have to be a certain type? Uh, there are a few uh, medicated feed additives that are available for use in pullets. Um, a few, to mention a few, uh, are uh, selenomycin and zoling. That seems to be the mo more common of the, of the coccidiosets that people are using. Where you've been conducting these trials, what sort of uh, performance have you seen in the birds that were on bio shuttle versus the ones that might have just gotten the vaccine? Uh, so the people that I've been working with have uh, actually have had a lot of success just controlling getting the mortality under control. Um, usually uh, what I tend to hear is um, an early mortality due to coccidiosis and with some implementation of a bio shuttle program they have been successful at getting that under control. And I know, uh, I realize that um, that may not be the situation for all producers, but at least with the ones I've been working with, um, they seem to have done quite well. I know in broiler programs, they say that if you want to avoid necrotic enteritis, get the coccidiosis under control. Um, would that hold true with, with pullets as well, or would you see fewer secondary infections if, if you do have coccidiosis properly controlled? I certainly do think that that could be an issue in pullets as well. Um, but based on my uh, limited experience I have so far, it seems like more of the mortality that's associated with, with coccidiosis has been due to Imeria tenella and not so much uh, necrotic enteritis. But that's not to say that can become an issue. Okay. Well, it's something that we uh, need to keep a close eye on. and. Um, I'm assuming you're going to be doing some follow-up trials. Absolutely. Well, it's a subject that we're going to have to watch. We've been talking to Tak Nino. He is a veterinarian at Zoetis. And thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, Joe.